you have it as a gallery so that we're you're on top <laughs> now I'm on top actually I'm on bottom am I on top, on top am I on top on your screen do you remember the America's Next Top Model intro This is episode episode five. Cinco. Um, There's a colonial woman in the wing. <laughs> <laughs> your facial. That's actually the name of the episode. I know, but your facial expression with <laughs> when you just said it. What does Kristen Wiig do when she says that? If you don't get that reference, she like freaks out because she's like hammered and she's on drugs because she was like medicated. She doesn't oh, like flying. Is that your name, Stroll? Around, she stops barking, and then every time I turn back to you, she starts barking. Just let her do it. It's okay. Tally, stop! Jeez, she's not a lot. She's jealous. She wants to be included. She was like, mm-hmm. I don't get to fly. <laughs> Sorry. I'm too she big. can fly. She can fly on certain airlines with dogs. She's too big. Not all of them, but you, you have to fly with them under the bed. I don't or under like the that. Carriage. That scares me because they a lot like of people drug their them. dogs like CBD or melatonin and then put them under. I don't but feel like there's they can fly on certain airlines with the dog. I don't feel like there's I don't feel like there's enough air circulation down there, so it just makes me really sad. I don't like it. I've not personally done it, but I do know people that have done it, and they've it's been okay. Yeah. Um, well, so we're flying 50,000 feet in the air, soaring to Neverland. Or yeah, let's to, talk about being high. To whatever land that we choose. So, Grace, I feel like you're a pro at this point. <laughs> you know... Especially I now. Traveled, <laughs> I haven't traveled that much for work, but, like... I grew up fortunate enough to, like, get to travel on a plane. I had friends that had never been on a plane, like, by the age of 17, had never flown before. That's me. And it's, if you if you don't know, like, it's completely foreign. You're like, what are these metal boxes? Like, why are they scanning me? And what are they looking at? What are they going to ask me for? They're asking me for questions. And you put a document away, and you have to pull it back out. And you're like, I need your license. Now I need this. Now I need that. And then you're like, walk through here. Now let me touch you and pat you down. And you're like, no. Nah. I was scared. When was your first flight? I was 17. It was after I graduated high school. So growing up, we, I mean, we lived in Florida and my family was in New York. But every time we went to New York, we drove because I was petrified to fly. And my dad wanted to go on vacations. We ended up going on cruises because I refused to fly. I would legit make myself sick. Just know, like him talking about me flying somewhere, I would just get a fever. I would panic attacks. I would literally make myself sick. Just the thought of flying because I was so scared. And then um, as a graduation present, they were like, you're going to fly to New York and you're going to spend the summer in New York with your family. And I was like, so my first flight ever, I was alone. I was by myself. It was 
petrifying. My ears started to bleed. The lady next to me was freaking out, which made me freak out more. Then the stewardess freaked out, and I was like, what the actual fuck is happening? I was like, this is it. I'm dying. This is. I knew it was going to happen. This is how I'm going. I, this, I waited 18 years to do this, and then here I am. I'm going to die alone on a fucking plane with a bunch of strangers headed to New York City. And, you know, mind you, I graduated. I'm older. I graduated in 2005, so not far after 9-11 that I'm like, great, it's still kind of new (laughs) that we're going into planes to New York. (laughs) Maybe not new to most people, but it was still new to me. And when everything happened, I was like, see, this is why I don't go on planes. (laughs) My dad's like, this has never happened in the world before. This is not like, you didn't call this, Sam. (laughs) Like, I do have to say, too, Certain airlines, in my opinion, are better than others, but then you talk to other people and everyone has a different experience. They're like, I hate this airline because something horrible happened to me. I hate this airline because something horrible happened to me. I feel like everybody agrees that Spirit and Frontier like are kind of suck. Sorry. I feel like but- Frontier is not as bad as Spirit. My parents have definitely flown Frontier and they're like, it is cheap. It is reasonable. You do get like the upcharges on the bags and everything else like that. But they um, use the customer planes. service, they say, is way better. <laughs> well, they usually use refurbished planes, which like Allegiant, um, I used to fly them in college because it was a tiny airport and like that was the only plane that would take, take a direct flight from one to the other. So I would fly Allegiant a lot, but never did I ever have a flight that was on time. It was I would prepare for an hour delay, like minimum. And then sometimes it was a good experience. Other times you're like, are my bags going to fall out of the plane on the way there? I don't know. We'll see if I get my stuff there or not. I will say on the first flight, I flew JetBlue. So I was very... um, I was very much JetBlue because of that, because it was, like, my first flight. It was, while I had, like, personally a bad experience, the flight itself, like, we landed great, everything was smooth. It was just going up and down um, with the altitude. That was just my issue. Um, But, like, on time, and it was, JetBlue was new then. It was, like, we're flying jets now, not just planes. And, you know, there's TVs on the plane because all JetBlue planes had eight um, TVs on them. So I was like, great, a distraction, noise, whatever it may be. I will say the, the very first song that came on um, <laughs> was Mary we're J. Blodge, down, down. We're Going Down. <laughs> oh, Sugar, We're Going Down. No, Mary J. Blodge. Was it? That's the song. A lot of we're going down songs, I guess. It was, what is the Mary J. Blige song? It was like falling or going down, and I was like, and then I turned the next one on, and it was, um, Crash. No, it was Chris Brown. Um, How Can I Breathe With No Air? (laughs) I was like, maybe music is not the thing that I need to be listening to. It was definitely like one of the scenes out of a movie where you're like, they play the next song and you're like, are they listening to all of my intuitions at the moment? Because everything was just like falling air. (laughs) I was like, okay. You know, my parents flow, my parents have flown a lot too. Um, and I feel like they just like expose us as little children. They're like, when you're gonna fly by the age of 10, they're like, you can fly by yourself when you're, I don't know, 11, 12, or something like that. Mm. They're like, you're good, go see family. Um, but my parents were on a flight one time and they were flying and 
I personally haven't, I've experienced like some really bad storms and lightning where you can literally see it out the window and it's petrifying, but they literally dropped a thousand feet and they were sitting next to a pilot. Cause you know how sometimes there's other pilots that are like on traveling the on the plane or, you know, going to the next flight or whatever. They were sitting next to a pilot and he grabbed on. Super- <laughs> what? I said, did he grab onto the seat? And you're like, if he's nervous, I'm nervous. Well, he goes, oh, it's fine. We hit a cat. And they're like, we hit a cat. <laughs> How did we hit a cat? In the air? Like, oh, it's clear air turbulence, not like meow cat. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God. So one of the stewardesses, I, I don't know if they, they didn't expect it. So one of the stewardesses had rolled her ankle or something. She was in the aisle and the other one was in the back and hit her head. And then they were like, do we have anyone from, you know, a a medicine background, medical background, and they like call you, and then everybody goes and assists, and then the rest of the plane ride was just chaos. But did your dad I help? Pers- huh? Did your dad help? Yeah, like my parents went back to the one that had hit her head because I think she had some sort of condition, and then she felt like dizzy after hitting her head. But they said it was it was pretty scary. I haven't personally experienced that, but. I remember my first, I took an international flight and I was in college, so like I was old enough then, but I was by myself and I was meeting my family overseas and we had all these delays and I, they were like, okay, you always want to know why you're delayed, but okay, maybe it was just like everybody's backlog, the crew, something like that. And they were like, oh, we have mechanical issues with the plane. That's the we're last thing on you want to hear. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be on this plane <laughs> for six for hours. hours. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need you to fix my plane. Yeah. I need a, I need a working plane. Wait as long as I can. In fact, just get a new one. <laughs> oh my God. It was so delayed. And then I sat next to, uh, we were going to Ireland and I was next to this Irish guy and he... I made the mistake of just like trying to get comfortable, you know, making conversation with him. He was my neighbor for a long time. I know you and I both always like to talk to our neighbors on planes. You meet some great people there. Um, and he travels for work all the time, but then instead of like making me feel better, he started telling me his worst experiences with planes, like when they had dropped and had to re circle and all these storms and all of these like horrible experiences where he almost crashed. I was. It was a very rocky flight and I was already on edge and I was like, this is actually making me feel so much worse. I just really need yeah, to you're like, stop that's talking not right the person now. I want to speak to at the moment. Like you can probably stop talking. Where's his medicine? Like I need you to not do that. And then by the time we get there in Ireland, FYI, the, the first floor is zero, not one. So when you have an airport with multiple terminals and you're trying to meet people and you're letting them know which floor you're on and you're looking out the window and being like, I'm on the first floor. You're like, oh, this is zero. This is actually not one. Or like ground floor. Very confusing. Yeah, so exhausted. Just like hugging onto my suitcase. Please no one take my suitcase. I'm gonna just take a nap right here. (laughs) You know, the little meme of the girl on the beach where she just like crashes and takes a nap. She's like, I take a nap right here. That was how I felt. So do you feel like, okay, so we've traveled international, um, we've both traveled, both private and um, economy. I've never actually, ironically, I've traveled private, but never first class. Um, I've never traveled first class either. Like, you see people that get those free upgrades. I've never had that. No. You've traveled private a few times. 
I have. I worked for um, private families, uh, executive assistants, nannies, and things of that nature. Um, so I've, I've been on multiple planes. In fact, uh, I flew my first time ever international was private, um, Mexico private, the Keys private. I've done like long flights. I've done short flights. Um, when I flew very, like, through a tropical storm. Yeah, a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, right? A small little plane for our, my bachelorette. We were on a small plane literally during a hurricane in November, no less. It wasn't even like hurricane season. We were not planning on getting one. And the guy was like, you? The pilot was like, you guys are brave. I thought you were going to cancel. And you're like, no, take us now. Like, mid-storm. <laughs> the I will be there when we fly And through. the keys were like, you know, the night before should have been our signal when our neighbors next door were like, oh, all of our flights were canceled tomorrow. Did your flight get canceled? Well, and we're no, like, we're oh, flying we're private. flying private, so it's fine. They go when and we say like, we go. We're gonna we're in a smaller plane, which is more unsafe, and also we're gonna have to take you to this airport really far away just so that we don't kill you guys. And we're like, oh, good. The yes, wings that. coming down, I. I thought that was it for us. The wings were literally like angle to angle in diagonals. Like I was like, we are going to toe tap with the wings down on the ground. I was like, this is how we're going. Man, he was the best pilot ever. I don't know how he did that in that kind of plane. He was great. He was amazing. We were, when we got off, we couldn't even walk. The wind was so hard. Like our, gonna blow us our luggages were being blown behind us. We the wheels were just rolling away. We couldn't even walk through it. It was very hard. So I was very, I was very blessed that we landed. But so the thing is, everybody kind of flies different. Um, some people are nervous about flying with a, uh, not a carry-on, like undercarriage luggage, or do they do just carry-on? If you have multiple, um, multiple bags. layovers, then you're like, I don't want to check a bag. It could get lost if I have three layovers. Or you're like, I want to check all my bags. I want to bring all my liquids. Because I, I don't want to walk with everything. Toiletries that last one second, and then you're out of them. Like, are you someone that brings toilet or not toiletries? I hope you bring toiletries. Are you someone that brings <laughs> like checked bags or carry-ons? So let's see. You. So I saw your bag. You're a roller. Yes. I'm a folder. And I'm also a cuber. I do the cubes, the packing cubes. You... The cubes stress me out. It confines me to too many cubes. And then I have to fit what I want in the cube. And I'm like, no, I just want it in the bag. So there's so many different ways to pack. Cole is a, a roller. He likes to roll his clothes too because he doesn't believe that they'll get wrinkled in that way. Um, there's also multiple types of luggages. Like, do you prefer luggage that kind of lays it all out and folds it? Like a, like a, a suit or garment bag luggage um, versus yeah. like a smaller luggage. Or the luggage. hard shell or like the soft ones that expand. I will say I used to have the smaller ones that expand and they just ripped all the time. So I felt like I was going through luggages all the time. So I went for the hard shell because realistically, these guys are trying to get your bags on the plane. They're throwing it, rain, snow, sleet, whatever it may be. They do not care. No, so um, for me, it is definitely a, a hard shell. And I know you have a preference on your bags. 
as well by brands. I love my, I have the right backpack that has the sleeve in the back. So my sleeve slides over the handle of my away bag. So when I'm going through the airport and if I have to run because I might be running late or I have a short layover, I can just like wheel that bad boy through the airport, put my backpack on. I don't have to do the awkward thing where you're running with a backpack on your back and it's horrible. Nobody wants to do that. And I love when I've seen um, parents put their children on them and they're like rolling their kids on it. It's amazing. <laughs> they <laughs> have like a little scooter yeah. and they have a chair. You just pull the handle down and you drag them. It looks like on like a merry-go-round. It has one of those little animals and they just drag their kid through the airport. So now, okay, so we've covered our bags, but like how does everybody, okay, here's the big thing. Men, it's super easy. You guys really don't have anything to really pack. Women, it's so difficult. I will say, depending on the season, it's a little bit more difficult um, because we're packing boots and jackets and sweaters and jeans, so it's a little bit more bulky. Where in the summer, you're like, throw my shorts in there and my tank tops and my tube tops, and it's less as much. Um, so when it comes to bags, most airlines are, you get your carry-on and then you get your bag. Most women are like, okay, I get my bag that fits underneath the seat. And they're like, watch what I can do. We're all magicians, I feel like, in this part. We're just like, watch my magic bag as I pull out a rabbit, a hat, a car, <laughs> some electronics. Yeah, the hard part is still to, fits like, underneath the seat. And you have a purse with your instant stuff that you're using all the yeah. time, like a wallet, your phone, your chapstick, your hand sanitizer, whatever. You can't bring a, that small purse, even if it's small, and your backpack. That has to be one bag if you have a carry-on that's going overhead. So you can't sneak the third bag in because they will catch you and they will see it even if you toss it around the back. So then you have to put the purse in the backpack yep. and fit it on, which is even not always a good time. So I feel like, here's the thing. Realistically, we've changed our concept of vacations and um, work-life balance because now when we used to go on vacation as kids, I never saw my dad bringing a laptop. I never saw my mom bringing a laptop and like bringing their work on vacations. But everybody works from home. But so everybody like works from home now, so everyone's like laptops and all of my chargers and my computer and my workbooks or whatever I may be need. Some airports make you take out food too. So now it's like, okay, liquids under four ounces, any electronics. Three, four, three ounces. I thought You've it was been four. Sneaking on that ounce? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was four ounces. Three. <clears throat> but if you're taking out your liquids, everybody has hand sanitizer now. Everybody has, you know, maybe your chapsticks or your contacts, whatever. I bring things in my backpack on the plane. God forbid anything happens to your stuff and your baggage, which there are hacks for that. But, um, I like it's always good to bring like your contacts your medicine maybe a pair of underwear things that you'll need urgently if you lost your bag and maybe a change of clothes if you can fit it um, bring all that stuff into your backpack and then like obviously your laptop and your electronics and important stuff that's going to come with you on the plane but then it's like okay take out your food take out your liquids take out your laptops I have a personal laptop and a work laptop yeah so sometimes I'm like two laptops okay in. let me grab five bins for this backpack because one's my liquids one's my shoes one's my laptop the laptops have to be separate so you need yeah. two for each laptop i have my iWatch, my ipad my iphone 
my computer. Oh, you can keep your watch on. No. No. Yeah, they just pat my wrist and they're like, here's the Maybe my that's watch. why you get stopped. No, they always like, ma'am, it's an electronic watch, you need to take it off. So anything electronic, they've maybe pull out my chargers at times. Um, but I know, very intricate. Although I will say I have a, like a huge bag of like literally electronic oh, that chargers. That might be why. Um, so they make me open it up. So now it's the cube. <laughs> the what? Yeah, my cube. I said it's the cube. I put everything in little bags. My husband's always turning around and he's like, if you buy another small container to put more junk in, to put it in another container, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> it's like it's little panic. drawers and containers it's everywhere. In a box, in a box. Um, so you actually have a funny story. When we went to our friend Cassie's bachelorette party, going through security, I okay because I, okay, like I said, going my watch—it's always my watch is always on my wrist, right? And they always flag me down for the watch. So when I come through, half the time I expect it, and they'll like. If you're a woman, you go to the woman. If you're a man, you go to the man. So you walk through security. I usually get flagged on my wrist. So I just kind of stick my wrist out ready for them to pat it down. So this time I come through and I turn around and I can see the heat sensor of my little body outline. And there is a red hot flag on my crotch. And I'm like, oh, my area flagged the security. Oh. Um, I don't know what's going on in there. What have you inserted? <laughs> so I walk over to the woman. Meanwhile, obviously, we all know you can't say bomb in an airport. And I saw this really funny meme. I don't really like the P word either, but um, there's a picture of a woman walking through a security little arch. And they're like, ma'am, are you carrying on any explosives on this plane? And she's like, just this bomb ass pussy. <laughs> And all that was going through my mind when I walked through and I saw that my crotch had Here's lit my up moment. I was like, this is it. This is my time to say the joke. Can I say it? Nope, I can't say it. I'm going to get kicked she out. She doesn't look like she'll laugh. It doesn't seem like the right audience. I don't think the joke will land. But I walk over to her and then she's like, um, so would you prefer that I pat you down in public or in private? And I'm like, in public? I, I don't want to do this privately I feel like that's weirder I would rather just stay right here I'm like do I have to like take off my pants like what are you gonna do to me <laughs> she ended up doing like a very gentle graze it was fine but I was like that is the first I've never I always get my boobs because of my underwire they oh, no. always are like do you mind if I pat you down I'm like go ahead frisk me it's just like, underwire. No, you just wanted to get to second base. It's just, fine. it's just underwire. It's a little bit bigger than most. <laughs> it's just underwire. Like, I know you just wanted to feel them. It's okay. I know it's they're cute. <laughs> they look really good on this shirt. Got that nice V-neck. Um. So oh then, yeah, I just feel like going through security. I mean, nowadays you have, I use clear eye. I, uh, I actually prefer clear eye versus TSA at the moment. Um, the lines are never as long. 
Um, so wait, I, I saw somebody else posting about clear because now you have like my parents have global entry. Some people have pre-check. There's clear. You can pay for all of these different things, obviously, to skip the line clear. I looked up and I think it's like 159 bucks a year. Yeah. Global entry. I know you have to like have an interview actually at. Correct. So the difference between um, the TSA pre-check is that you have to go, you have to schedule an appointment, you have to get um, approved, and they do an interview process, they do a background check, they do all this stuff, but most people get TSA, and it's a separate line. Where clear, they go in, they take your ID, they take all your information down, and basically all you do is skip the security line. So you don't go into a TSA-approved line. You go into the same line. You just get to skip it, which is kind of nice because what I get if there was a long TSA line, I still had to wait in that long line. Whereas it's like if, a Disney Fast Pass. Yeah, like a clear. I'm just skipping the line. That's literally what I'm doing. And the nice thing is you never have to take out your ID. You never have to take any of your information out. All you have to do is scan your boarding pass. And then, like, you have a concierge that walks you, and they're like, they're good and you just walk by <laughs> and you watch all these people waiting in line so fun fact when where are we uh jersey during the holidays um and the clear is only in certain airports but it is in most at the moment um but we were in jersey we were in newark and cole has tsa pre-approved and i have clear and i waited 45 minutes for him I literally skipped the line. Like, the line was... You're like, Princess of Genovia. Yeah, the line was insane. There was four people in the clear line. I was like... And you have to pay for TSA pre-approved. You have to pay for all of that. The like pre-check one, yeah. So I was like, what's I feel the like difference? sometimes, too, now you go in... The pre-check line is longer than the regular line. I'm like... I'm going to go on the gen pop line because all you guys that paid for pre-check, yep. you're waiting longer than me. Yep. So I do clear because it's just easier. It's nicer. I don't have to like dig through my purse, find my license, find everything. I just literally pull out my phone. I'm like, here's my stuff. And it, what it does, it either will scan your fingerprint. It will scan your eyes. Um, I think that's why and I said clear eyes. And then you don't have to pull out your electronics or your food or take your nope. shoes off and stuff, right? You get perks. Yeah, well, TSA does that. Clear, you have to, depending on the airport, you have to take your stuff off. It just depends okay. on the airport. Um, some airports make you do that through TSA um, pre-check, but a lot of airports now are changing that up and not requiring you to take your shoes off, your electronics out. They just want you to put it in a bag and put it in a bucket and go through. Yeah. Um, so here's the big question now. We went through security. We got through. We got our tickets. We went through TSA. We went through all of this stuff. Are you hungry? Because <laughs> I'm hungry. That was a lot of work. Starved, <laughs> darling. I, I am a snack queen. I like to bring my snacks with me. Eating healthy in the airport is always so hard, and I am like that person with the gluten allergy, and I can't eat gluten, so I'm like, I just gotta bring my snacks. But then, like, you're you still like, buy them. okay, snacks. I always end up bringing beef jerky with me. And if I'm eating in the airport, it's typically fine, right? But like on a plane, it smells. You open that bag and then the whole plane just smells like beef. And that, do you, you know the little girl that talks about like bats? No. It's like freaking bats. No. <laughs> I don't. 
Um, there's a there's like a video of a funny girl. It might be from Vine or something that a long time ago that's showing, showing my age. Showing your age. She's like, you smell like beef. <laughs> but it always smells so strong. And I, I always feel bad for the people that are next to me because I'm like, they're just going to smell my beef jerky. Or I like bring out an assortment of snacks and I'm like, okay, well, I want some nuts, but I also want a little bit of beef. And then I have a, a protein bar and then I have an apple. So I just have this buffet of snacks. And I'm pretty sure people are like, oh, no, we got a weird one. She's sitting well, next to me. I feel like more people are eating on planes now because if you eat, you don't have to wear your mask. Did you see the mm, woman in the true. TikTok where she's like, I literally hold an empty bag of M&Ms on my lap and every time the stewardess walks by, I just stick my hands in the bag and put it in my, pretend like I'm putting something in my mouth. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm like, not eating the M&Ms. I just carry <laughs> the bag so they don't ask me questions about my mouth. Like, and I'm like, between bites and sips. Yeah. And I'm like, we can tell if you're not drinking or eating actively. And you're like, no, no, I got another M&M in here. Mm-hmm. I'm putting up. Yes. So I feel like more people are eating on the planes and like taking the snacks and paying for drinks because they don't want to take their, they don't want to put a mask back on, which I get. There are some people that are very COVID and they're like, put your mask on. It is what it is. And others are just like, it is what it is. Um, So I feel like I've seen a lot more people eat on planes than I've ever have before. (laughs) So your beef jerky is perfectly fine because I see people literally bringing on like four course meals. Like, here's my burger and my fries. I brought dessert. I did have my bruschetta, but I forgot to eat it. So I'm going to eat that after. (laughs) You know how like in the morning, a lot of people don't eat breakfast because they feel like nauseous or like you're just not hungry when it's really, really early. I don't know that person. And some people don't eat breakfast at all. I took like a 5 a.m. flight, like the earliest flight one time, and I get on the plane, and this guy, I am not joking you, was eating like a buffalo wrap, and it is, I'm like, I don't know where you got that, I don't know why you're eating that, it smells, I'm trying to sleep, and I can't sleep because it smells, and I need you to stop eating your buffalo chicken. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Sir, (laughs) can you not? Can you not? I feel like you, when you get to the airport, you like try the cuisines. You're like, ooh, pizza. Ooh, should I try the, they have a bakery here. Or like barbecue, should we go for? So fun, funny story. Um, Very quick, funny story. So me and Cole were flying to Wisconsin. And um, one of our stops on the way home was Philly. And I was like, I'm in Philly. I need to have Philly cheesesteak. He's like, you're in the airport. I'm like, still need to have Philly cheesesteak. We're in Philly. <laughs> like, any excuse it is to eat, I will eat. To be honest. I don't mind. I will try barbecue in Texas because I'm in the Austin airport. It is expensive. The Delta Sky Club is great because you would just eat for free and drink for free. When I took Cole, he didn't believe me. He's like, no, you don't do that. And then I was like, mm. And uh, he was yeah. like, this Both is things. amazing. There's also snacks to go. You obviously load up on those. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Drinks are outrageous on flights. Um, flights. On plane and... Oh my god. <laughs> flights. Flights plane. and planes. <laughs> Two separate words, yeah. Sam. Um, they're very expensive. So... Do you sneak your minis or do you pay for your drinks? I haven't had a drink on a plane since pre-COVID, honestly, because I know really? now they always talk about it, but I haven't had a drink. And and like 
at altitude, right? It doesn't take a lot to, even like if you're in the mountains, it, it doesn't feel take good. a lot. But yeah, exactly. It makes you feel good. It's like warmed yeah, up like just, just a by little one bit. Ounce. Calm your Calm your flight nerves when you're like too drunk in the airport to get on the plane. Has that ever happened to you? Too drunk on an airport? No. Like when you drink too much in the airport, have they ever like called you out? No, I've never drank that much on an airport. I've seen it happen to other people I've around me, like in line, but I haven't had that happen. People to me on a plane be very hammered and yelling, obnoxious, and loud, and things of that nature. Tally, but we we always bring minis. Just pack your minis, put in a drink, put in a cup. No one knows. We always bring, because um, obviously with our tumblers and our what do you call it, the what is Insulated your water? Bottles. What is your bottle called? The swell bottles. Well, yeah. Just you. You have to pour them out anyways. So we're like, we'll take a coke or a water when they pass around, and then they're like, and here's my mini. And then you have empty <laughs> bottles. I save the empty bottles, and then wherever we are, we are friends' house, families, wherever. I fill up the minis again, <laughs> and then I don't have to pay for them. Yeah, that's um, a good one. But it's just you, you literally get a 1.2 ounce mini on the plane for like $21. I'm like, I didn't even get a double. I got one. Or those like food boxes, you know, you can get the little bento box kit and it comes with like a cheese it and a grape and a full snack and they're like, that will be $20. And you're oh, like, really? Because I don't think this is worth $20. Your pretzels gave me more filling than that bento box did. Um, okay, so we're on the plane. We talk to our neighbors, definitely me and you, because we're extroverts. I've met some oh, really totally. cool people on planes. Um, great. Lots of great stories. Yeah, on tons of great stories, tons of great people, tons of great connections. Um, all right, so now we're getting off the plane. Grace, the floor is yours. <laughs> Do you clap? You better not clap. I don't clap. But I also don't forget things behind either. I, okay. My mother has done this too. So clearly I get got it from my mama. She, my, I remember my mom one time left like Bose headphones on the plane and she ended up calling the plane back later. And they laughed Bose at her? Totally took it. They were like, no, ma'am, we did not find any headphones. And she's like, you're a liar. Cause I left them on that plane. Luckily for me, I had friends on the plane and I exited the plane happy as a clam got all my bags i'm rolling out right because i got my backpack on my roller i'm just rolling through cruising on a connection by the way you were this was was your connection flight so you weren't even home you had to get you needed that phone to get on the next flight this was post crotch flagging security (laughs) camera also it always happens at once right and then our friend Cassie gets off and she's like, <clears throat> um, are you forgetting something? Cause here's your cell phone. And I was like, oh F, yep, need that. Thank you, uh, thank you so much. You need that to get on my, my next phone. flight. <laughs> that's my boarding pass also. Yeah, that's so. your boarding pass. Like you're like, what? If you didn't have a friend on that flight, I don't think anybody would have... I mean, there are some kind people in the world, but I don't think anybody would have been that nice to be like, um, ma'am? No, I know someone recently that got their phone stolen in an Uber in New Orleans. So people still steal phones. That's a thing. Believe it. Thankfully, 
God bless Cassie. She uh, she saved the day. Do you wait when people... Okay, so are you like an immediate stander, grab my bag, or are you like await patiently know, for my row? Here's my thing with that. Boarding and exiting. I don't love Southwest because I don't... I want to just like give me a seat number. I don't want to like deal with being like... And first in line. And heard and, uh, so this annoying. is my seat. I just, want, just give me a seat. I don't care if it's a middle one. Just give me a freaking seat. And I... I, if I am boarding first, like, okay, there's one advantage. You have an opportunity to put your, your stuff above and not have to pack your bag under, like check the bag. But if you get on first, like what you're sitting on a plane longer, do you want to do that? Cause my legs and joints get achy and like, I'm just sitting on the plane longer. I'd rather board last. I feel like it should be last in, last, last seat first in. Like you board out. the back of the plane to the front. Yeah, and then you deboard front to back. You exit, first class exit first, yeah. but first class gets on last. So you're on, yeah. if you're first class, you spend the least amount of time on the plane. It makes sense like loading up the entire plane. And also then when you're exiting, everybody just doesn't have to stand. And like you have the people that are in the very last row and the plane lands and they get up and they're like running to the front. And you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. You got the last seat in the plane. You you wait. So you now I feel like if we have any listeners that are stewardess or know of stewardess or pilots or anything else like that, please explain why you do it that way. I would I love like you, to hear stories. Because I feel like you bump more people walking towards the back, too, with your luggage versus the other way. And I feel like if you're boarding in the back and it's, like, a full flight, then you're, like, you are guaranteed that you have to check your bags. Like, if you're for, like, the last six rows, you just have to check your bags and you just board the flight first and then everyone will still have their room versus doing it the other way around. Um, but, yeah, I definitely would love to hear some stories and some things, like, what are the craziest things that a stewardess is like? And then I've seen these TikToks and these Instagrams, like, I didn't know you were supposed to buy gifts for your stewardess. What? Yeah. So there's like these travel groups on Facebook and things like that. And they're like, I get my stewardess like coffee gift cards or like $25 gift cards to this, this and that. And, you know, I make them baggies for like snacks and things. One that just like, I get it because like, you know, it's like tipping your waitress kind of deal. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Because I guess people are like, you know, stewardess don't make as much money as we think they do. Um, pilots are the same. They work all the holidays, 365 days a year, getting yeah. us through hurricanes, making sure they get us home, like, do something nice. But, like, I also paid $400 for this fucking flight, so I feel like they should be chipping to you. <laughs> like, where is this money going? Because I, I know gas is yeah, I get that, but, like, these tickets are expensive, so where is that money going if it's not going to the staff? Which, once again, I feel like the big guy at top is just taking advantage of the little people. Um, but, yeah, which is funny that I mentioned that because we, or I, I don't know if you've actually, I think you've seen her, I have a favorite Instagram, TikTok following, Money Lawyer Erica, who reads the fine print and tells you all of the juicy things that you need to know for um, retail stores and flights and Delta. And 
I found some really fun facts that I did not know. Like if you lose your luggage, that they're required, required to give you an expense of $3,000. That's insane. One, yeah. my clothes don't cost that much money, but I will damn sure be shopping at Chanel if that's the expense that I'm getting. Like, please lose my luggage. I'll stay all day for a purse. You left my purse so, on the plane and I had YSL in there. <laughs> also some Gucci and heels. <laughs> if you guys missed that, if you look for the handle, it's Money Lawyer Erica. Erica, E-R-I-C-A. She, she reads the fine print. That's her she little does read the fine print for shopping for airlines, but she she has a couple pinned because I had looked at her recently. Yeah. Um, and she was talking about what you were just saying, Sam. Where like if you if the plane sells more tickets than seats, then your involuntary denied boarding mm-hmm. entitles you com- to compensation. So if you have over a two hour delay, then you're entitled to four times the cost of a one way fare. So if it's two hundred and fifty bucks. For a one-way, then you're entitled to $1,000. Um, she also talked about Delta, which they, like, tried to hide this, but rule number 17, contract of carriage, um, Delta will reimburse your expenses up to 3800 bucks. They may offer you 100 but if you save the receipts and then you submit them, they will reimburse you because $100 does not... That covers one pair of jeans. That's no, not, that's not that does realistic. That not cover anything. Not at um, all. But I did see, too, that, like, after she was, like, saying these things, that they were, like, hiding and changing and saying, sorry, that page is not found. Um, Mm -hmm. But it is in the fine print. So definitely, if you're not listening to Erica, take a look for yourself because there are a a lot of airlines that you just... It's one of those things where people just just say okay because they want to get home that you don't realize that you're paying extra fees or you know, or losing options. I mean, I was, when I was, um, bereavement, you get, you literally, if you have bereavement, like you can let them know like, Hey, I'm flying for bereavement and you get a discount on certain airlines because you're flying, not for like a vacation, but you're going somewhere that you need to leave immediately. So some people can't afford to just hop on a $900 flight last minute to go see a relative that's passed away. That's immediate. So you let them know. And I fought tooth and nail with JetBlue, and they were like, it was a really bad way to get home. And I ended up going with United, and they took care of me because of bereavement. Speaking of United, too, um, there was also a thing, since you and I have never flown first class, there is a free, you can fly free in first class. So I think she had a specific credit card. I want to say it was a Chase travel card. Yeah, Chase Um, and uh, United are together. Okay, okay. And it was if you spent it on your travel credit card, you could transfer the rewards to United Mileage Program and then use your rewards. And then you pay taxes and fees, but like that's nothing. Maybe Chase is $20 a, max. Chase like is one of the better, Chase and Amex, I feel like, are one of the better for flight options and right. traveling expenses. Um, yeah. Capital One does a lot of good, like, uh, what is it? cash rewards kind of deal like double your points discover does the same thing but i know a lot of people that use chase um and american express for their travel because you just get way more benefits using your points you get like triple the amount of points on amex depending what card you have 
Um, and you can basically fly, fly for free for most, especially if you have like a platinum. Most of those points, yeah. you can literally just hop on a plane. Um, the Amex no Platinum, the, the annual fee is pretty high, but that's the one that gets you into like Delta, the Delta Lounge, but it, it'll list all of the different lounges that you can get into for free. So then you eat for free in the airport. Um, and then usually it has a ton of other benefits, even with like entertainment and concerts and first ticket, first like round of ticket sales and stuff. Um, but then like the, I have the AMX that's the Delta card. So it only works for Delta. Whereas the general AMX can apply to like a bunch of different airlines, but my Delta credit card has less than a hundred dollar annual fee. And I can always check a bag for free on Delta. And I'm always in like the first round of boarding. So my carry on bag always goes up above. Um, and it's nice cause I get a ton of points for Delta. I can book at least a few flights a year for free. And then they have like a medallion program depending on how much you spend. And then every flight you book with that card, you get double points or triple points or something. Um, but the points guy, if you've if you've never looked at him, he will tell you like all the different rewards that you get with all these different credit cards and stuff for flying. Um, and you can see which one gives you the best bang for your buck, like depending on how you fly or who you fly with. Because some people have favorite airlines. I definitely, I will not fly spirit or frontier even though i've heard good things about frontier and like the prices i just i feel like for flying it's just pay a little bit more money for your safety and security that's just my opinion um but i used to fly JetBlue all the time had a really bad experience really bad customer service very disappointed haven't been on since um and then i've been flying a lot delta recently um, I've never had an issue with American. United's actually not bad, depending upon if you get on a good plane or not. There are some very old United planes. That's fair. My, they've my stepped up their airports, like... too. Who? I said they've stepped up their airports. Like, you have, like, certain airports have, like, home base. Like, United is a home base airport for Newark. So, like, their area is way nicer. And I think... Houston is a Delta home base. So, like, you'll get a bunch of Delta, like, sky lounges in there because they're mostly Delta home base. So I feel like there's, like, a home base. Palm Beach. Uh, JFK is JetBlue. A home base. So, you, like, when you fly in, you'll see, like, everything. There's mostly JetBlue planes everywhere. Um, yeah. So it's... You, you sometimes find the nicer airports, which is nice because there's been some... Terrible airports that I've flown into. Um, so as far as airlines, like I typically like to fly like United, Delta, American, just kind of the well-known ones. But I think a comforting just side note as um, I thought I had a statistic somewhere, but you're way more likely to die in a car crash than you are to die on a plane. Like the statistics are mad on how many people lose their lives every year to a car accident. So you're actually very safe in a plane. Um, and most of the time, even though you feel turbulence and it's scary, like if you think about how a plane is, like think of a paper airplane in the sky, it kind of floats around. Um, so like, even though, I don't know, sometimes I feel unsafe and like spirit or in another refurbished plane. I just always have to remind myself like how much safer I actually am in a plane than in a car. So 
It is a very safe way to travel, even though it feels unfamiliar and scary. Um, but that being said, like, I definitely do enjoy flying in like a Delta flight. I feel like they always have really nice amenities. Um, one thing I have started to recently do is book flights. Like if you have two legs of your flight, you book them on two different airlines and sometimes you can get a cheaper rate by booking like Spirit for your first um, layover and then your second flight is a different airline. It can make things a little complicated as far as like the baggage. So obviously you hope for the best or bring a carry-on, but at that point, like you might be saving a lot of money by using two different airlines when you're flying. Yeah, I feel like I mean, it gets so expensive at times and some things that, I mean, which kind of brings us to, to what we're going to be talking about in one of our next episodes is like you fly for so many different reasons and sometimes you just need to accommodate yourself in some way or form to just get to point A and point B um, and wherever price you have to pay, sometimes you can wing it or sometimes you want to find the best budget to get there. Um, so like for a funeral, I did a one way because it was just cheaper to get there and then purchase a one way on the way back because you just sometimes don't know when you're going to return or things of that nature um i mean we have queen bee over here of bachelorette parties and weddings our wonderful grace princess grace um she's so popular that she's probably been in a hundred weddings within the last five years (laughs) um i actually did i tell you about the time that they just had the wrong name but there was a girl that i had met at um at bar and i was on a trip with my boyfriend and i got a message from her and she was like hey just reaching out to like let you know about the bachelorette party and the dates and all this stuff and i was like i haven't talked to this girl in like two years she actually invited me on her bachelorette oh my god i have to say no oh no it's awkward and then i was like hey um so what and she's like oh sorry wrong grace and i was like thank god (laughs) I don't want to go. Yeah, it's it, and I will have an entire episode to talk about how things have changed and how Bachelorette has changed and how expensive they are and the expectations of them and where they are going. It's like some girls are like, I want to go to Hawaii for nine days and like all expense paid and you can take care of yourself on top of me. You're like, what the actual fuck? I wish I could do I can't song. even go to Hawaii with my own family, let alone to go celebrate with 12 strangers. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but one thing I will say when you're booking a flight, though, is not like sometimes when you do it super, super far in advance, it can actually be more expensive. So waiting there, there is a sweet spot. And what's the day of the week, Sam, that you're supposed to book on? I Which thought, weekday? I think it's Wednesdays. Am I correct? It's like Wednesday or Tuesday or you saw another day. I don't know. I thought you would know. I wasn't sure. I know it's a weekday. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I think it's Wednesday. Uh, I think it's midweek Wednesday, and it's also a certain time. So if you book 
so they say that if you book during okay one you're supposed to clear your cash and clear your cookies because if they see that you've been searching for a certain flight then the algorithm will up like they will charge you the most flights kind of deal so you definitely want to clean your cash and your cookies when you're searching for a flight you also don't want to do it prime time when everybody's awake so don't search for flights during your lunch hour don't search for flights when you're, it's like prime time dinner where you'll be in your so phone so not even clearing your cash and your cookies do it in an incognito browser because if they're tracking that you're looking at the same flight they're going to up the price. Yep. So go to an incognito browser and it's supposed to be early on Tuesday, Tuesday. because airlines release their weekly sales on at that time on that day. Yeah. So um, clearing your cash, clearing, clearing your cookies and then doing it early in the morning. So like look at flights at like 7 a.m., or like 6 a.m. Even most days you'll get kind of lucky or very, very late at night um, because prime time when everybody's looking and they're looking for the same airlines or the same location. Um, prime example, like everybody wants to go to Florida for spring break. So if you're searching at, you know, Thursday or Friday at prime time on noon, you're probably going to get charged multiple times because everyone's just kind of getting the same prices. Um, and it, 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 it's a very true statement. There are also tons of websites that you can compare and contrast, Kayak, Expedia, Google Flights, and then get on the actual flights. I like to use Google Flights because it normally breaks down all of the websites. Yeah. And then it'll tell you like where you can purchase. Recent- Nearby airports. Yeah, recently I've been thing. seeing though, um, and I've noticed, so when we went to our friend Cassie's bachelorette party, the people that book through third party, um, so Kayak, Expedia, whatever it may be, they didn't get options to choose their seats. Whereas if you purchase the ticket on the actual site, you get the option to choose your seat. So it won't allow them to upgrade because they purchased the ticket through the third party. So the third party is getting the charge plus the airline. Where if you go through the airline, you can do the upcharges, you can get upgraded and things like that where you don't get those options through the third party site. So definitely do your research. Definitely take your time. Don't rush into it. Obviously, we understand emergencies and when you need to pick up, you need to go. But definitely take your time and, and allow yourself that planning because you can score some really good deals and you can get some really good tips in the process. Um, and all that, check out the points guy and look yeah. into the card because it's totally worth it. And even if you don't have credit cards and you're flying a certain airline and you do have a favorite, sign up because I have JetBlue True Blue points and I don't have a credit card for JetBlue. I have Delta points and I don't have a Delta card. Like you can get a ton of points just from flying the airlines and just being a loyal person. And if you are someone that travels for work, even if your work card, if a work credit card is used, give them your loyalty number, your name. So enter your loyalty number and you can get those points even though you're not paying for the flight. So if you travel for work, it makes sense to do it. Same thing with hotels. Yeah, for sure. Because you get you get those points. You're there, you're the one staying at the Marriott and you're the one flying Delta. While they're paying, they'll get their points for the purchases, but you'll get your points for the loyalty because you keep choosing the, the same ones. Yeah. So I think we covered a bunch in this episode and we're so excited to kind of get back on track, get back to our bi-weekly episodes. We missed you guys. We were I mean, Grace moved to Colorado. Congratulations. New you, new you, 
boo. It's 2022. Um, I started a new, I got a new job. So we've been doing a lot of transitioning. Um, January was like a full on detox of our lives. The every time. Yeah, Grace got a new car, a new job, uh, not a new job, hopefully. Um, got a new car, got a new house, got a new roommate, got a new city, I have a new job, I'm going into my first year completed of marriage. Um, we have tons of weddings coming up, so we've been to bachelorette parties, bridal showers, and everything yeah, in between. Yeah. Lots of celebrations. Tons of celebrations were in the process. So between the holidays and then all of that, we were just like, as as much as we talk on the daily basis that we probably could have just recorded ourselves. It we should was just, have just done a mashup of all <laughs> of our conversations because there's some good content in there too. There is, but we want to save it for the episodes because then we just don't have any good stories to talk about. So we wanted to make sure that we were going in not during chaos and rushing through things that we're taking our time. So while we might have disappeared for a little bit, we're here. We're not going anywhere. 2022 is our year for LMBD. We're going to break down this entire life and we're going to change your lives in the process. And we're very excited to be doing it. Also, we're going to do a poll and we want to hear back from everyone on their favorite airlines but also i want to hear some stories i know everybody's got great airline stories so we'll post some stuff for you guys to actually share your your best travel and airline story but i am excited to hear that and we're excited to be back for episode five and if anybody's willing to admit are you a part of the mile high club (laughs) that is a small fucking bathroom if they are kudos to you I am not. I think of Just Married with Ashton Kutcher <laughs> and um, the big man that ate Taco Bell before, and they're just breathe through your mouth, breathe through your mouth, just do it, just do it. I'm like, nope, nope, oh, no, no, nope. I can't, I, I can't. So if you are, we'd we'd love to hear the story if you are one of those. That Um, has to be your story. It's mandatory that you share that story if you are. Yeah, for sure. Um, Any cool people that you've met, any famous people that you've met, um, anything intriguing. Fashion designers, actors. Actors. I did not meet any famous people. I don't think any famous people have been on my flight. My parents did sit next to like a wedding designer wedding dress designer. I sat next to a Christmas designer and that was probably the best fucking time of my life. He was like, I design Christmas decoration. And I was like, I am your prime time you. client. <laughs> tell me what you got coming this year because I want to tell you the theme of my tree. <laughs> I bet that was coming for you. Oh yeah, he was showing me everything and I was like, can I work for you? This is amazing. That's the best job ever. You literally designed decoration for your Christmas every year um so there's tons of people that you probably have met and we would love to hear everything about it and we can't wait for our next episode to deep dive into wedding season because it's getting cray it's getting oh, real yeah. cray um we appreciate all, right. all of you like subscribe listen more this is going on youtube it's on spotify we are on apple podcasts And we have content for you guys on TikTok and Instagram. So check out any of those platforms. Make sure to download the podcast. Subscribe to YouTube. Show us all those loves and double taps and clicks and buttons. Share with your friends. 
That too. I mean, <laughs> why not? Oh, look, how funny is that? Grace, did you just get that message? Bridal party! <laughs> We're shadowing our next episode about weddings. But this has been amazing. We love you guys. We are out. This is your episode five. There's a colonial woman on the wing. And see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Recording stopped.